0: Hey, this is Annie and Samantha, and welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And today we are so happy to be joined by a friend of the show and IRL friend, Lauren Vogelbaum. (laughs) Welcome, Lauren. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, so good to be here. Yes, uh, you've been on the show before. Uh, Samantha has joined us over on the show. Lauren and I co-host, Saver. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're, we I'm sure the listeners know about us by now, but it's always exciting when we get to, like, cross the streams, as they say. Oh, yeah. Yes, um, which is a different movie we're not talking about today. But um, <laughs> <laughs> when we were hanging out recently um, and just chatting... We were talking about possible episodes you could come on and we were talking about how we have this Feminist Movie Friday segment we do every month and we were trying to choose a movie and you were like, Die Hard. Can
1: I come on and talk about Die Hard? (laughs) Because we were like, talk Christmas movies. Die Hard.
2: I was like, oh, that infamous
1: debate. Here we go.
2: (laughs) Okay, so I know that this is a meme now, but genuinely, like growing up, my dad and I would watch two movies every year for Christmas and it would be uh, White Christmas and Die Hard. Whoa. Those are two extremes. That's a
1: very different... <laughs> very <laughs> two ext- extreme movies.
2: <laughs> this actually probably says more about my personality than I'm really willing to delve into. <laughs> <sighs> that
1: makes sense, though. Like, you are the yeah. cutest, like, like, the... like elvish type person that I've ever met, but then also you're very dark and emo, so I'm like, she is that perfect mix. So there it is. (laughs) That makes so much sense.
2: Yep, yep, nothing but bleeding feet and beautiful costuming. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's great.
1: Beautiful costuming. (laughs) Yes. And always smiling, even when it's bad. Yeah. Even when you're telling me something you hate, you're still smiling. I love it. Yeah. It's, I, that's, that's what makes it fun, right?
0: <laughs> sure. Always. I mean, honestly, that could almost be the, the, the slogan of this show. Always smiling, even yeah. it hearts.
1: Even though we're crying.
0: <laughs> yes, but the interesting thing, because we all watched this movie to prepare. Mm-hmm. I had only seen it, I saw it after college. It was the first time I saw it. And oh, I really wow. enjoyed it. Um, but last night I was watching it, and I was like, you know, I do feel that they captured the fear I have around holiday parties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that is fair. I felt like it was very ni- 80s. Obviously,
3: yeah, it 80s. was. Yeah. But like, that,
1: like, they encompassed the 80s corporate party of what we think about today. Like, for sure, between yeah. the Coke, between the two co-workers trying to find space. Like, there's so many, you're like, there it is. Yeah. Yep. That's what I especially in California, what you would expect from L.A., which is where it's supposed to take place, which I'm like, huh. And the limo, dude, like that's just the whole added (laughs) plus. But yeah, I'm with you, Annie. I actually did not watch this until way after college because it was one of those debated things. I don't care about uh, Bruce Willis. That's not a thing for me. (laughs) And so I've never watched. I don't think I've ever seen any of his movies outside of the Armageddon. No. Um, <laughs> How did I see you avoid people. Armageddon? Oh, I did oh, see oh! It. I think cents. I did six see cents. it. That was okay. a little while later, but like uh, Sixth Sense was the yeah. one that I had okay. remembered more, most. But like the, a group of a friend of a couple of friends of mine, a couple friend of mine was like, "No, we're doing uh, Christmas viewing, and it was Elf and Die Hard." And because I was so like, "No, I don't want to," like, "You have to come." So I ended up going to a group watching these two movies for Christmas. Okay. And that was where the debate came.
0: Well, oh, I think I do huh. have a point I want to come back to at the end about this. But I do think there's been a surge of um, much recent, much more recently, obviously, of sort of the like movies that are backlash against holidays, like holiday horror movies. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Krampus, that whole thing.
0: Yeah. Yes. And I feel like when I was watching this, because it had been a minute since I'd seen it, I was like, oh, yeah, this feels like it's tapping into that, like, Ho ho ho, here's a dead body. Like yeah. that sort of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> here's the holidays, but they're violent. <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, hyper violent. I forget mm-hmm. every time I watch this film and again, like I watch it like at least once a year, mm-hmm. how hyper violent it is. And yeah. it, I'm like, "Wow, go go team." Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's sort of cool. doing like the opposite of all the like sweet, fluffy yeah, I mean your mileage can vary on how sweet and fluffy those movies are, actually, but like that kind of whole vibe of the holidays and this is like no, <laughs> nope, <laughs> No. Nope. This is gritty. This is yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And holiday parties are rough. We were just talking about them right. before this.
2: Yeah, yeah. They're very awkward all the time. Um, <laughs> all you know, the time. even even when you genuinely enjoy hanging out with your coworkers, which mm-hmm. I, which we do. Yes. I mean for the most part you mm-hmm. know yeah. like 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 ace's team
0: yes mm-hmm. um at iheart podcasts but woof, <laughs> <laughs> yeah hoof indeed uh, Samantha <laughs> and I I think we've told you this Lauren but we like have at least two or three episodes that were us recovering from our office holiday party, where we were like, <coughs> "I don't know why I was so upset, but I was crying. I don't know what's going on." Traumatized. <laughs> yeah. Traumatized. Oh, no.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this movie definitely tapped into that. <laughs> um, but Lauren, since you are expert, can you break down the plot of this film for us? Sure. Okay. So,
2: um so Die Hard is a movie about this New York Salt of the Earth cop, uh John McClane. And uh you meet him as he is flying out to LA where you find his wife has spent the last 6 months um uh you know being a career girl and like and like she took the kids with her and she's really like moving up at this company, the 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 Nakatomi Corporation. And uh And he's been a little salty about the whole thing. Like, he kind of expected her to fail and come home. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. that is not what has gone on. Um, So he's kind of coming out for Christmas and uh, to hopefully apologize. I think that that's what he's moving towards. But yeah, so he gets there and oops, a bunch of terrorists have taken over the Nakatomi uh, building and are uh, holding everybody hostage. And it kind of goes from there um, where... He winds up kind of single-handedly saving the day, despite the fact that a lot of bumbling machismo, like, higher-ups in the cop hierarchy and also FBI agents try to mess everything up.
1: <laughs> yes, they really do. And I'm going <laughs> to say, really they do. are all very bloodthirsty. Like, they are excited yeah. for dead bodies. I was like, Dale, <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They give no sh- about death. They're like, let's get more bodies. Yeah, let's get the count going. We're celebrating down here. And I was like, what the f***? is happening
2: here yeah it is 1988 we are totally cool with killing terrorists that's 100% chill
1: fbi was like 25% of the of the hostages are gonna die it's fine i'm good with that number literally yeah yeah It's a line it's a line
2: (laughs) like they're supposed to not be good guys that's painted as not cool like one of them is literally in a helicopter going like oh man it's just like saigon and you're like right real racist
0: real racist Yeah.
2: Yeah, hyperviolent. Uh but yeah, um <laughs> is, is is that is that enough of a okay, so so by the by the end of the movie, um uh the the other salt of the earth cop uh played by uh Mr. Winslow. Yes <laughs> from, um, uh Family Matters. Oh, so. Family Matters. Yeah. Uh, Reginald Val Johnson, I believe, is is the actor's name, and uh, so so he's just like on the on the walkie talkie with John McClane, played by Bruce Willis, the entire time, and they start a friendship. They hug at the end. It's really sweet. They have a moment that look.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was like, this is a fan fiction look. Shipping. Yes. <laughs> oh Samantha, you've come so far. <laughs> I was like, this is where the fan fiction begins yes. with the two of them.
0: You're right. <laughs>
2: His character does also go through an arc where you you find out that he's uh, he's been off the beat for a while because he accidentally shot a kid and he's really upset about it. But by the end of the movie, he learns to murder again. Right, I,
0: that was a weird. I was like, I
1: was okay. like, why is a why is it his choice that he's not? On, oh, there's so much confusion, and <laughs> why this is a celebration here?
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: but the other good thing is that um is that John McClane's wife Holly um. I just realized that that's a Christmas pun. Yes, I've been watching this for thirty years uh-huh. plus.
0: Yeah. Wow! Sometimes you when me. you know something so well, those obvious things like yeah. Passover, you know. Yeah, don't feel okay. bad about it, Lauren. All right,
2: I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Uh, it just took me a second, but but yeah, mm-hmm. and, and she and she learns that um, that. She has to take her husband's name and be a better wife. Right. So I think that that's also really
1: the important message of the film. Well, so yeah. the part, of, part of that was that because she didn't take her husband's name and went back to the she was saved for a very, very long time until yeah. the uh unscrupulous, as uh, as my Wikipedia tells me, TV anchor.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, out goes on. goes and threatens their their probably racist caricature nanny. Yes. Um, All the things racist. Real racist. <laughs> it's also like, what yeah. the hell? Yeah. Um, yeah, the probably Mexicana nanny, he threatens mm. to like call the... Like Immigration Service? service yeah,
0: Im- Immigration Service. Yeah. Yeah. And this is also like, we do have a lot of, I have a lot of themes I want to talk about, but also <laughs> Alan Rickman is Hans, the main Goober. villain. The, the main villain, Yeah.
1: Yes. Can we talk about the accents soon? Because yeah, I, I was, was like, what about the hell is <laughs> <laughs> happening? Yes. Anyway, this, was, this is where I'll say like the classic 80s, 90s, early 90s movies where you see the acting and you're like, oh, yeah, there's a differentiation of mm-hmm. some acting. Like Bruce Willis has come a long way, maybe, Like to his more recent movies, to seeing that and you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I feel like the <laughs> bar was fairly low. Uh, Alan Rickman did amazing. He did his job. Oh, no, oh yeah, no, no, you know, mm-hmm. no qualms with his acting at all. Zero and all of the perfection. all of the villains were hype villain, like,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: like perfect eighties German villains. Yes, so blonde, As, you know.
0: Yes. It was definitely like the, that was the, it still happens, but like the time of the foreign villain of like, okay, they're all.
1: (laughs) Well, still kind of all the, like, even though they're German, like, but the Cold War idea, because like, you kind of differentiate. But anyway, but Mm -hmm. all of those things, the accents, I was like, (laughs) wow. This is amazing just for the accents alone.
2: Yeah, Alan Rickman doing that German accent. I think the American accent. And then the the
1: American accent. (laughs) And then the beautiful (laughs) who plays the uh, security guard front turning into like a cowboy (laughs) accent. And and I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing. Thank you. But anyway. I'm sorry, going back to the plot, I, I just have to interject what I think of these things because I'm like, wow, I <laughs> forgot what the 80s action movies really, really was like at that yeah. moment in time. And then they blew everything up. Everything yes. that could possibly be
0: blown up yes. blew up. Yes. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who
1: believes some things in life should be boring, like banking.
3: So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
0: Well, I did want to talk about kind of the whole arc with Holly, uh, John McClane's wife. And it's interesting to me because she is painted as very successful. She's like rising up mm-hmm. in this oh, yeah. corporation. She's doing really well. She has this watch that she got.
2: <laughs> they just gave her a watch. It's a Rolex.
0: A um, Rolex. Look at four. it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, it was interesting because she's painted as very competent. She like yeah. a lot of times in these movies it's not. But she is definitely painted as very, a very competent person, both in terms of her job, but also in terms of she's the one that comes in. And talks to Hans. Yeah, about, she like, like does yeah.
2: Like the hostage negotiation kind of stuff. Yeah. She's she's like, hey, like, like, can we get some restroom runs? Like, we've got a pregnant right. lady. Like, how can we handle this? Yeah. Exactly.
0: So she is painted in that way, but it does crack me up that at the end, Hans is like pulling her down. He's falling out the window and he's holding onto her wrist and he's got the watch. <laughs> 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 so John McLean has to get the watch off. So that she'll survive, and it kind of felt like, oh, this was a symbol of her rising up in this job, and then, yeah, she does take his name uh, at the end, Uh, which is like whatever if that's what you want to do. But sure, I feel it because I have seen all the other movies, and don't they like they don't work out ultimately? (laughs) Do they not? Oh, I don't. I don't remember. I'm I'm pretty sure. At least in every movie, she's like. They've broken up again.
3: Again and uh, again.
1: Yes. So I've never seen the other movies. I will say it was hilarious, and uh, thank you, American Capitalism, that the original was unavailable anywhere and you had to b- purchase it. Yep. But everything else is available. All of the diehards so, are available the other on everyone. I'm like, you son of a... They
0: do that during the holidays, though. They know yeah, when you're going to watch it. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yes. Capitalism. Yeah. But I will say so uh, the actress is uh, Bonnie Bedelia, who was the it girl of the 80s movies. If you remember her, she was in things like Needful Things and The Stranger, which was like kind of suspenseful movies. And then, of course, all of the other. Uh, Die Hard movies. Apparently, they break <laughs> up in all of them. They, I had it's like no literally idea. a joke at
0: everyone. Like, oh, they're wow. broken up again, and then they get back together at the end, and then the next one, oh my gosh, they're broken up again. <laughs> but her
1: career was on a high through the late eighties, eighties, and nineties. Like you would see her in so many movies. So seeing her in this role was like that is the curly haired brunette auburn looking uh, mm-hmm. young women who had the had were. Pretty, but still looked momish. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Like had so a like, like, like normal. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember seeing like just seeing her, but she's always they always had to play the cool, like being really cool mm-hmm. and soft spoken and just mm. easygoing <laughs> characters. So seeing her in these roles quite made me like, I'm like, yes, this is just her and herself because she was such a stable in several of the movies and films that I I had seen growing up. That I'm like. Yeah, this makes sense that she's in this role specifically where she had to be the calm, cool one, but uh-huh. like kind of protected, but not necessarily being protected. Uh, but obviously, with her independence, still knowing that she needed her man.
0: Uh
2: huh.
1: Yeah,
0: that's kind of the interesting thing because I feel like when this movie came out, it was when women were really going to the office in droves. Actually, funnily enough, we've talked about this on Savor plenty of times. It was like changing how we ate food. Like, it was just a big
1: deal. Yeah. The TV dinners, we were talking about that,
0: too. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's, it changed how we ate, lived, did things. Um, and so she goes to this job because it's a great opportunity for her. He doesn't go because he's a New York cop. I believe he says, like, I'm a New York cop. Repeatedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's not painted as a bad thing, but it still is in the end like, kind of undone. It's a very interesting thing right. that I feel like a lot of movies were doing at this time, where it's like, yeah, you can do it, ladies, and then, but do you want to, though? Yeah, but <laughs> what you want <laughs> to make you happy. You certainly can, but should you? Right. It doesn't, like, make her seem like a bad mom, which is what I was worried about, because I hadn't seen it in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it it is still kind of like, but she could be at home, though, and... Right, Get back right. with this guy, even though right. he apparently doesn't know how to say he's sorry. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> well, I,
2: like, like, interestingly, I think um, uh, he gets way more emotional over the course of the film than she does. Yes. I mean, he's you know he's the star <laughs> of the film and she's not. But uh, but there's a whole scene where he's like really kind of like almost crying over this walkie to to yeah. Mr. Winslow um, Al the, the character's <laughs> name is Al but uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, and and going like man like if I don't make it out just tell my wife that I'm sorry and I messed up and uh, she was right the whole time and <laughs> which is very which is very sweet like I yeah. hope that they have that conversation after
1: IRL. all of this is over right exactly right. I yes. hope he didn't just say it to Al, right? <laughs> right. Which I take, take it back because you know when people say things and admit things, and they're like, "I'm just kidding." That was just that was just me being emotional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. So in the y- y'all haven't seen any of the other diehards because there's like I, ten. I've um, seen. Oh, you have some of them. I, I I don't. I
2: haven't like watched them the
1: way that I've watched this one though. Does she keep working at this
0: place? Does
1: he move out to know. LA? I
0: have no idea. I know he doesn't move out to LA. Oh. Um, I mean, I could, your listeners, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I had a huge crush on Justin Long at one point. Oh, that's so right. I he saw plays number Sun, four. Right? I saw number four several times. <laughs> and there's also a Star Wars scene in number four. So, like, yeah, I've seen that one a yeah. bunch and I'm pretty sure they were in New York.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. Also, oh, they do go back to New York.
2: I feel like they bounce around. I yeah, don't, I think I don't they know.
0: bounce around. Yeah. Um,
1: but in the but, end, they end up divorcing
0: they yeah i mean my vibe was again like every movie ends with them back together and everyone starts with them (laughs) broken up again (laughs) which is you know that happens
1: in these many sequels
2: it also happens in real life i mean yeah that's true like that's
1: like like, the third or fourth time you you finally give up Yeah, you're like well, yeah. You
2: keep
0: getting into these hostage situations, my guy. Like,
3: yeah, kind of weird around you. Kind of not. Yeah, she
0: does have one line (laughs) where she's like, "Only John could
1: make someone that angry when she's observing a terrorist." And I was like, uh,
0: "Can drive someone that's
1: crazy? Someone (laughs) drive someone crazy?" I was like, "That is such like a '90s. Men are so crazy. Just drives me crazy." (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes, (laughs) but I mean, she does seem like the type that can like. Match him, but is that always a good thing? Yeah, I don't know. Also, I did want to mention, uh, the '80s was definitely when this whole thing was happening, where the Mavericks were the heroes, like the guys who don't listen to the rules. And right, mm-hmm. and there's an a list about this that I find quite comical called the Ice Man List, which is saying like a lot of times <laughs> uh-huh. maybe they weren't so good after all, but they we're painting them as heroes. Um, I don't, I feel like the FBI agents were very, very bad. A lot of times it's like the government entity that's stopping yeah. them from doing whatever they want to do is right. bad. Like they were legitimately yeah. like really bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh but I just when I was watching this, I was like, oh yeah, Ice Bad list. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a line that John has where he's like, like Oh, yeah, like that's what my captain keeps telling me. Like, right. LOL. <laughs> well, like, I was like,
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it LOL? <laughs> I don't know what you're kind of LOLing. <laughs> Are you
2: LOLing about how many terrorists you just murdered?
1: <laughs> that you just keep killing? Just yeah, I can. <laughs> Surprising. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oof. Um, it it does have some scenes that are kind of comically violent. I forgot. I was like, oh, <laughs> wow, well, the, his legs are just getting
1: shot up. <laughs> the, the beginning scene with him just killing off the security dude, killing off, Aaron. I was like, well, damn,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, that
1: seems so unnecessary. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was so immediate. Okay, there it is. And everybody's just calm. Yeah,
2: mm. and I've I've been which is like part of I I think right like it's supposed to be shocking. It's supposed to be, you know, this very like like Frank Miller kind of version of reality where like just these these people just do not care about life or death and that's right. part of why they're like immediately coded as bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then neither does John McClane, so I'm not sure. I don't know. Like it's is it like a is it like an orc situation where like once you have determined that these people are bad, it doesn't matter if you murder them or not, right?
1: <laughs> and can we talk about him just throwing a body out the window onto, right a, out police the window. Car? onto yes. a police car? Oh, no. and then and then shooting at the police car, police car. Like, bro. Those are <laughs> look. So they're supposed to be automatic <laughs> weapons. How in the hell are you not <laughs> shooting this person? And then like he just keeps driving, so you're like, yes. what the? F-? He's definitely dying now. Like what is happening? <laughs> I love how he
0: just like his car kind of
1: plummets off a cliff, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. a small cliff, not a big one, like right. a little
0: yeah. ledge, and. It's still upright, and he just gets out and, like, wipes his head. It's like, whoa.
2: (laughs) I'm like, Mr. Winslow, you have a concussion. Like, you're going to have whiplash. What is happening?
1: I also love that the uh, 911 operator hears the gunshots and be like, eh, it's a joke. Yeah. I love that, too.
0: They're like, poof. Just a prank. <laughs> the old holiday prank happens every year.
1: I mean, it's both like... <laughs> it
0: a terrorist attack and shoot some
2: guns. Right.
1: <laughs> it's both pro-law uh, enforcement and then ACAB as well. It's like both of those things. And you're like... It's an interesting...
0: Okay,
2: yeah. Okay,
1: there's a weird dynamic here, but...
2: Okay, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) It's not entirely propaganda, Christmas movie, but like it does come close sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: The ending, as we said. Yes. Hmm. That was a
0: strange. Yeah. Uh, Another (laughs) thing I wanted to talk about because I've noticed in a lot of my holiday movies I watch, it is one of the biggest themes is the absent dad and divorce. And then at the end of the movie, you know, they've like, I don't know, usually in my case, not Die Hard. It's like they've felt the meaning of Christmas and they go back to their family. <laughs> they got this gift for you or whatever. But in this, it's much more like, <laughs> I don't know, he uses violence to protect his wife and then they reconnect. Um, but it is such a huge trope, like that whole idea of the absent father right. during the holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: He does bring a bear for his like a big stuffed teddy he does. bear That's for his right. for his kid.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny because he does it as you said, Lauren. He's very salty about it. But he <laughs> is coming to he's coming to the holidays. He does yeah. have that line where he's like, "Oh, wow," where he's like, "Unless she's signing the checks, talking about his wife um, <laughs> taking her maiden name back." <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. But it's just interesting to me that that is such a big trope. Right in these things.
1: Well, I think there's another trope that we didn't hit on, but like this immediate sexual harassment. Yes, that Holly has to experience from mm-hmm. the coworker who ends up being oh, the a coke worker but yeah. at the same time, oh. like kind of a hero. Like you're like, what is he doing? I don't understand what's happening here. And we mean coke out in two different ways because he also has a coke as he could get shot. Oh, so, he does, uh, which yeah. is lovely. I guess at least he gave him a refreshment. <laughs> Like, Before yeah,
0: Coca-Cola <laughs> it's like yes that's <laughs> yeah. definitely how we wanted our product to be used
1: <laughs> so the bell's like what the hell but yeah the, having the uh, immediate like sexual harassment and then you're thinking maybe they're having an affair for a split second because you don't know what's going on and then you're like oh he's just harassing her to he's convince her bag. to yeah. like and then he's also somehow mocking the husband yeah Slash, you know, Bruce.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a it's a really negative portrayal of that type of 80s masculinity, um yeah. which I appreciate the movie for doing. Like right. I like like it's played, it's played for laughs, and he is shown to be several times over a moron. Right. <laughs> and uh and so I kind of love it. Like I kind of love having that caricature in there.
0: Well, I lo- I do love that there's um because this is like your most dude bro and competent guy. Yeah. yeah. You can imagine. He's rude to his boss. He's doing cocaine at work. He's having sex with a co-worker. He's like the worst dude, but he thinks he's so competent. Mm-hmm. And when he goes in to, like, negotiate... Yeah, because
2: he, tra- he tries to take control
0: of the whole hostage situation. While Holly is like, don't do it, man. <laughs> he goes in to do it, and he's so... He has, like, the most white guy confidence I've ever seen. He's just like, oh, I've got this. I got
1: this. Don't worry, y'all. <laughs>
0: And then immediately is killed. Um, But like, and they, after being, giving up this very important information that makes the whole situation worse, but he does it so confidently, so confidently. But it's painted, it's painted as a very, as the audience were supposed to be like, oh, this guy, which I appreciate (laughs) too.
1: (laughs) I think they also made him seem like he was going to betray, like he did say a stupid thing, but he didn't actually betray the wife. Like, you mm-hmm. thought he was going to go in there and be like, you know, that's so-and-so. She's brought him because it's her husband, whatever. He was smart enough to realize not to say that part. So you yeah. kind of, like, they gave him a redeeming arc, but his stupidity, like, like, I don't know if they were trying to get a little sympathy for him. Yeah. But it was like, what? What? Yeah, and you holding
2: your breath, kind of. the kinda.
0: worst.
1: Right? <laughs> 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 he's not great,
2: but he's not, not the worst. Not good. Not good. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah.
3: So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
0: We've already kind of talked about this for a second, but I did want to come back to, you know, watching this, I was like, this male friendship is happening here. And you don't see it too often.
2: (laughs) You don't. You don't. Yeah. John and Al really make a connection over their walkie talkies. Um, they're they're talking about, you know, like it comes out that, that right that that Al is about to have his first kid and they're like talking about their children and their family life. And uh, it's sweet.
0: Yeah, it it, it is. And it's kind of funny how it's done. It's parsed in a way that feels sort of silly where they're like, hey, man. Yo, man, like it's very (laughs) kind of it's very macho, (laughs) but it it is like they actually do talk about some serious and they do bond. uh, And I don't know. I was kind of like, oh, this is because I feel like that can happen in these action movies. But a lot of times at the end, it's sort of you good, man. And then they are like, all, oh, no well, I'll never see you again. Or like, well, let's forget that ever happened. I feel like this is part of the
1: beginning of the uh, white man, black man sidekick. Oh, Um, yeah. Because we see that with lethal weapon and all of that. Like, I wonder if that was supposed to be... I think you kind of had that with the limo driver, which is just absently there... Drinking he's all the like liquor, the just chilling, you know, not worrying about a thing. I mean, our Ar- our is down, like our guy
2: is Argyle there got for his auntie, John McLean. He's like, he's like, I really hope this works out for
1: you and your lady. I'm gonna stay and like party out on in this limo. <laughs> because- what, yeah, what is this job that he can just wait for someone? I get like, I know he was paid by the corporation because a part of this was that they didn't know if he was coming, right? He left everybody in limbo, and then the company's like, I'm gonna get you a fancy. Limo to come to the office because this makes sense.
2: He has a line when he's on the car phone because there's a phone in the limo and it's very fancy. Um, (laughs) When he's on the phone phone. in the car with a buddy, and he's he's like, nah, man, like my boss thinks I'm in Las Vegas right now.
0: the level I of confusion love of his job. Just, at the end, he picks up John and Holly and just, just drives himself. away through this rubble. After he,
1: like, after he rams <laughs> like, a whole vehicle, <laughs> takes a p- couple of people out, and then he's like, I'm out. let's go. This just, like, destroyed building and he's driving through with a Yeah. <laughs> As he's kissing him, he's like, I can't wait for New Year's, which is that big line. (laughs) Like, This is what your Christmas looks like. I can't wait. I want to be here for New Year's, which is hysterical. But going back to the friendship. Okay, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about the fact that John McClane Tells everything on this radio that everybody has access to. Like I'm that's the true. most confused person. Like, I'm like, you don't want to give the name, but you're giving all of this information. Like, hey, you have a kid. Like that's like a pretty big. Like don't right? tell people. Like don't all tell these the terrorists. Things, that you have, <laughs> they're all sharing a line. Like I'm like, oh, what the hell is happening? Like this doesn't seem like a smart part of the plot. Am I getting? I'm not, am I not getting this? <laughs>
2: And maybe there was like a cut scene where he was like, Hans, can you go to channel two? I really have to talk about my kids right now.
0: I'm having an emotional moment, and yeah. I really, you're toxic for me. Yeah, right. yeah.
1: I'm sorry. I'm pulling glass out of my feet right now. Sorry. So Like, right. I gotta tell them about what building I'm in and where, what floor I'm on and what I'm about to do. So, Don't you worry. I'm. I'm not. I'm not up here on the roof. Yeah. Don't worry I'm about am Definitely
0: me. not on the roof. <laughs>
1: All right. (laughs) Talk to you later. (laughs) I couldn't get past it. At one point, I was like, why does he keep telling? He knows they're on this. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, in the end, that wasn't how he got outed. But still. That's
0: true. That's true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, when, when they when they see
2: at the end, when they see each other like like soft lens, like through yes. like the smoke of the building being on fire. They're caressing like look. the yeah. yeah, yeah. And and like the slow, like they don't even have to say a word. They just know who they they, they know that this is their like long lost buddy.
1: Yeah. I like yeah. that they slowly come together. Yeah. Because, yeah. like he's already got his wife. -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks like they're slow-mo walking each other to each other in the fog. Yes. Like through the crowd of people as they separate. The -hmm. crowd (laughs) separates. And I'm like, this is isn't this supposed to be for the wife? Like what?
2: (laughs) Yeah, and then they like they like giggle together and then embrace. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is so nice, right? (laughs) It is nice. It is set up
1: well. But it threw me off to like,
2: what is going on? There is some erotic
1: context here.
2: And you know what? You do you. Just dudes being bros, man. Yeah,
0: just dudes. Just, just dudes being bros. <laughs> oh, wow. Speaking of, I did want to mention not being bros. But I do find it interesting <laughs> in a lot of these um, action movies uh, that are mostly men, where, but not always, where there's like the, the dude ego part of it, where the dude villain is always like, oh, oh yeah. he's mine. And if they yeah. have like just not done that, then I think would have been worked out well for the terrorist but he's like no
1: right right <laughs> he's mine <laughs> and also again they have the semi-automatic weapons they're just randomly shooting how do you know if he's yours like at this point you're just shooting up everything dude yeah you right, literally right. went go for the glass and went everywhere <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well I mean I the, the the one who's going after him um Carl it's because he killed his brother right right and wrote a rude message on his shirt in his own blood. Yes. Um, so that's, you it's know... pretty intense. I mean, I would be... <laughs> I would be dropped it from dropped
1: ele- it into an elevator. Like, I would be pissed as well. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Now I've got uh, a machine gun. Ho, 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 ho. ho, ho. <laughs>
0: I mean, honestly, like, <laughs> if I got a message like that, I'd be like, this guy is crazy. I'm out. Oh. No,
1: <laughs> right. Like, he's playing with dead bodies. Like... <laughs> Instead of just leaving it. What? He threw a dead body out the window. Anybody else this like I, Let's psychotic? just call
0: this off.
2: <laughs> and so they do it in New York, man. I, I don't I'm not no. sure. I don't think that's how no. they do it in New York.
1: I could be wrong. Um, <laughs> New Yorkers are mad. We don't throw dead bodies. How dare you? No. Uh, yeah. The whole thing, like, I do love. It is quite entertaining. It was two hours and 12 minutes long. I'm like, oh, my God. It's a very got, long like, film. I mean, we've come back to that now. I think we're starting to sure. just backtrack and being like, okay, let's do yeah. this less. But like the entirety as we set up and seeing the explosions everywhere and my question of like, how did that survive? How did this go? Why are they doing? Like so many questions. Again, like <laughs> willing suspension of disbelief for a darling Christmas movie <laughs> as is. But there's so much of like, wow, 80s. Did we yeah. really think this was okay? <laughs> Well, you know, I th- I think that they really
2: they really wanted to develop um, Hans Gruber's uh, concept out. You know, because it turns out that right, he's he's not um, he he sells himself as a terrorist. He's right. there for ideological reasons, but it turns out he just wants money. There's just a bunch of like bonds or something right. in the vault, and um, and so so that that's kind of the twist that like oh like this this dude is not actually an ideological villain. He's just a thief, right? Um, there's no yeah, m- right. real
1: reason. And $6 million was like, there was 10 of them. 10 of them. So I'm like, you are not even going to get a million dollars. I think understand. I think it was $600 I think. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, that's, was a that's a difference. You know. <laughs> that's a big and, difference. I mean, okay. And still, accounting for inflation, but sure. Yeah.
1: But still, in the end, that's not like what, that's not like it's, you know what I'm saying? Like to do yeah. that amount of damage. Right. And like, to have, and apparently they planned this to the core. Yeah, and they had Plan always intended to kill all of them. Yeah, like thirty hostages for that amount of money is like that seems silly. <laughs>
0: You've never played D anD D. Apparent loss.
1: No, I have all not. The time. I've never really wanted to rob anybody either. So there's that. I guess <laughs> both of those things Thought are those very things true. Are true.
2: <laughs> uh, you know, he clearly he's got a very nice suit. He clearly has good tastes. Um, he did he talk about to, that suit. You know, keep up those subscriptions to Forbes or whatever. That's um, fair.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love when they mentioned Forbes. That made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I read it
1: in a Forbes. (laughs) (laughs) He said, "And yes, of course we have to do some Alan Rickman love. Oh, Uh, seeing him and being the ultimate bad guy. I really, I did not correlate him from the past. Like obviously to see him (laughs) in that, you're like, oh, oh yeah, he's he's silly goose. Yeah,
2: he's so slick and so funny." and and the and, and and the character is portrayed as being super smart which mm-hmm. i which i love yeah. um and and very ginger he's also i don't think he's ginger anywhere else ever mm-hmm. the auburn red was in and the it red was. yeah it was yeah yeah but um but, but also like notably like does not like cuz eventually he takes holly hostage um and no threats of sexual violence zero nothing like that at right. all which that was a bit like see. for like 1988. I'm really impressed. I'm like, heck yeah. Heck yeah.
1: No trying to take off clothes, no trying to yeah. do any of that. I'm like, oh. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Like I mean, like in the heat of everything, like you kind of like like her shirt is like a little bit open. Like you see right. like a quarter of a boob. Um, mm-hmm. but it's like not even really played up that hard. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, I I <sighs> Alan Rickman, you're too good. You were too good for us.
1: <laughs> right. I will say again i trying to do the American accent. I'm glad I've never heard him try to do that again. I like I, I don't I don't know if there's other movies that he does, but I was like, why? It was very bad. It was and also <laughs> very bad. And also Which I love. it took me uh, I forgot the whole like plot that. Bruce Willis characters, John McClane knows that he's not an, this hostage. He know, he does know that, but he's playing along with them. But as you're trying to figure it out, like, how do you not recognize his voice? Like, yeah. Alan Rickman has the most distinct voice ever. ever. And then also his <laughs> pauses. Like, I guess I probably have some enunciation stuff as well, you know, that you're like, sure, we all do. Hmm. But. but his is so specific that I'm like, come on.
2: <laughs> I think I, I think he didn't immediately know that he wasn't a hostage, but he wasn't going to give a loaded gun to someone that he didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Smart. <laughs> um,
1: Smart.
0: Yes.
2: But yeah, and especially like I and I do love I do love the way that like this very again like very slick very 80s kind of power suit villain is put up against John McClane you know who's like running around in like a in like a tank top and no shoes the entire yes. movie uh, he eventually loses the
1: tank top <laughs> <Like there's- laughs> yes he does I was like wait <laughs> he does there's so much to that, that I was like okay I know. Again, I'm I'm, I have not watched this, so I can't appreciate it in its heyday. Because when you come back to on a film, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. But you don't get it. Truly, truly get it. <laughs> uh-huh. But I was like, what made them decide he doesn't need shoes? Like, that was such an early on plot that I was like, why? I I love I love this about this movie, actually, because, like, it's a way of showing
2: vulnerability and, like, salt of the earthiness, which the is a salt. really important yes. part of the character. Um, and uh, And, like, really putting him at a disadvantage, like, every possible disadvantage against these very you know well-healed like literally well-healed villains um and then putting him up against that uh i i love that i love um how like american exceptionalism it is yes uh, and yes. <laughs> how very very <laughs> 1980s uh yes
1: uh
2: i also i have to admit y'all that like that like like shirtless bleeding john McClane and really slick-suited Alan Rickman, man, like, I I watched this movie at an impressionable age, okay? <laughs> and, like, both of those tropes have inappropriately informed my sexuality. <laughs>
1: Another ship, I bet. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm sure. I need you to do some research, Annie, and Oh, find out I'm how Diehard <laughs> die-hard fanfics that are out I there. I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh.
2: Uh, but yeah, like it's just really uh, playing with ideas of masculinity. I, I genuinely like like rewatching this film and, and, you know, like I was a little bit biased because I knew I was about to come talk to y'all about it. But I was like this this movie is explicitly about changing gender norms and the changing views of masculinity that were going on during this time period. And then everything blows up. It's great. It's everything I want in a film.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I will say also, we've talked about this before, both on Saver and on Usman Team, but this was also when the U.S. was really panicked about Japan being an economic success. So just like the whole uh, Nectum Plaza and all that stuff, that that was a big thing that was happening during the 80s, for sure. Uh, I also wanted to talk about the tech, just for fun, yes, because you know, I love talking about older technology. Um, I love all of the stuff in the limo. Like, you've got the CD, the VCR, he yes. says, he says, the in VCR. the limo, <laughs> <laughs> um, the old timey, like, check in device, touch screen,
1: like, yeah. janky,
2: touch screen
0: check in device
2: that's gonna um, tell you how
1: to piss or hold you, like, hold, hold it while you piss. That's what he said. Yeah.
0: that's how he learns like the villains learn she's changed uh, Holly's changed her name Um, I just love stuff like this I I love
1: looking back and
2: yeah, and all the like state of the art computer graphics oh, that are
1: going on. Oh, yes. um, the writing out of the, yes, oh yeah. my god, the font yes. coming out. All I, the, I noticed that. that. I was like, oh my god, we're, we're in it. We're in it now. <laughs> I love there's also
2: it. yeah. There's there's a few other moments in that movie where I'm like, we are really in 1988. Like gas is 74 cents a gallon. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> And he's like smoking in an airport. Uh, smoking oh. in the car. In the car. Yeah. And yeah. He, he's like open carrying a gun in a holster under his jacket at the
0: airport. I'm like, what is
2: happening in this
0: film? Oh it's my so goodness. strange to look at it now. It is. It is. But I love that. I love that kind of stuff. Uh- <laughs> this episode is brought to you by
1: PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like Banking.
3: So, visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
0: I did also want to mention speaking of tropes, um, the holiday trope is like part of the whole plot of the holiday trope. The holiday party trope is sort of a whole plot point in this. And I have to say, again, Looking back at the holiday movies I watch every year, that is a common theme: the holiday party never goes well. It's it it causes something, <laughs> usually not good. Um, it is. I mean, I guess it's like a. It makes sense. The getting all the people together mm-hmm. in one place and the drama and all of that will unfold. Whether it is at the party, whether it's when you get home and they're like. Wait for sure sure um but i do I mean, find that interesting
2: <laughs> sure sure I, was, I mean you know you, you could also make an argument that it's you know kind of trying to talk about the psychological stress of that kind of environment yeah. and spin it out into a more you know interesting story than like i i was pit sweating a little like right. that's not a good that's not a good movie um, no but <laughs> well <laughs> depends <laughs>
0: Okay. (laughs) Depends on the pit (laughs) switch, I guess.
2: I I suppose
0: you're right. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, Yeah. well, new thing to (laughs) worry about. I did, like, unfortunately, I do think, like, the creeper hitting on you at work at a holiday party is a pretty, a not uncommon experience. and Not necessarily in our office parties, but I've certainly been to some where I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And she Mm -hmm. immediately is dealing with that. Yeah. Yes. But then finally, yeah, I just wanted to end on this trend uh, that I feel like Die Hard was really tapping into that feeling that is causing this trend of like kind of the anti holiday movie. Holiday movie that's like yeah. it has all of the decor, it has Christmas lights, it has Christmas singing It even has like music, but is yeah, much yeah. darker themed. Yes. Like it does, it does have some regular songs, but like the actual like orchestra behind some of the the scenes is just kind of darker notes of Christmas tunes. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's
1: a very eighties action movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I did yeah. think that I was like,
1: there it is. There's the uh all of the synthesizers in the background with the as you're like waiting <laughs> for something to happen mm-hmm. <laughs> for two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're like, what's mm-hmm. happening? I wonder if it like I mean I'm sure there was already films like this for holidays as well also it's probably the beginning of where it's like it's just based on the like it just takes place and not necessarily meant to be a Christmas movie like we know White Christmas obviously a Christmas movie sure Elf obviously a Christmas movie (laughs) Uh, yeah Christmas Vacation obviously a christmas movie but then you have movies like this and once upon a time like i was talking about how i would watch i don't any longer but like harry potter would be a part of my christmas movie uh Mm -hmm. even though it's not like there's only one scene where it's christmas but yet for some reason that was enough yeah for the whimsy of that And and i right and i
2: can't remember whether it was just like a like a like it felt warm and familial yeah. And that was the Christmas vibe. Or right. did they come out around Christmas originally? And so it kind of got ingrained into our brains that it was a Christmas right. thing.
0: Or I know it was like yeah. doing the fall Christmas era, right? Most of the times that Most would come out. Most of them came out. So. The first ones came out November. Late okay, November. Okay. And then a lot of the other ones came out in the middle of summer.
1: But yeah. Okay. Okay. So maybe that's the beginning. I never mm. got into it till later. But all that to say is like, it kind of brought that in. And then you have that climax of like, let's make these movies on Christmas Day, but not necessarily about Christmas. Right. Uh, there's a couple more that I can think of. But I wonder like, also movies like, did y'all see Violent Night? Which is no, supposed to be Santa against yet. the terrorists, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Puns, <laughs> all the puns, and I'll, it's kind of like for some reason the follow the two of them were similar enough in my head that I was like, "There's something very familiar about this plane."
0: <laughs> yeah, I think a part of it too is like we've talked about this all the time uh, on on the podcast, off the podcast, but. Like, when I think about why I like horror movies, I think, ultimately, it's that I'm stressed. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) And when I watch, like, Mm -hmm. a horror
0: movie, I really like the building of tension and release in what I consider a safe environment. And I feel like something like Die Hard, you know, isn't a horror movie, so it it can fit into, like, oh, I don't like horror, but I like action. But it's still kind of doing that thing where it's building tension and releasing. And during the holidays... We're all stressed. <laughs> and maybe you're tired of watching all these things about how it's not stressful. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's all gonna be great. Like mm-hmm. like no, there's a pile of dead terrorists over there. <laughs> yes.
1: Don't worry about it. It's okay. Right. And then also like I wonder if this was also geared towards men mm. in that most of the Christmas movies, when you really think on it outside of like families, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily geared towards men. So if, I wonder if like we're going to bring in this action and make this Christmas. So not only will we have women with the Christmas part, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. the action part will bring in the masculine men who wants to hear yeah. about Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had to put that in yeah. somewhere.
2: It, it is definitely a very male gaze movie. Um, there's a couple instances where when they're up um, near the roof in the area that's still under construction, where the construction workers have left behind a uh, oh yeah, a, 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 a titty calendar. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I That's can right. say that on this show, but it, you'll bleep me if I can <laughs> Great, and so and so it's just like it's just like a like a, like a naked like a top naked model right. and mm-hmm. um and he talks by the second it, right? yeah like by the second time he passes by he's like oh hey babe like just, just <laughs> does, he, he doesn't <laughs> like talk but right. he just gives her like a little like a little kiss like a little That's like a little right. hand kiss mm-hmm.
1: um which is very sweet I like I thought like I don't know like he's, <laughs> like, he's like he's
2: like he's like he's like babe we're in this together like we got this girl Go. mm-hmm. I think um, I missed that
1: part my partner who is amazing and was like did you just see that? <laughs> I was like what are you talking about? <laughs> uh,
2: and then and then later um, when Alan Rickman when, when Hans Gruber is like so overjoyed that they finally have uh, an ode to joy is the classical piece that's playing in the background the whole time which is great but um mm-hmm. but yeah uh, when he's so overjoyed that they finally gotten the, the vault open uh, there's there's some statuary in there in addition to all of the uh, bonds and one of them is a lady and he just kinda pings the boob. He just boops. Mm-hmm. boops the boob. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. He boops the boob. I was,
2: I was like, Well, you you and, you and John McClain have something in common.
0: <laughs> That's didn't, true. Maybe didn't, it was trying realize. to show <laughs> like, similarities. <laughs> yeah, well. Commonalities. There was also there were naked breasted. Yeah, it, yeah.
2: There's like there's like a solid like like at first you think it's maybe only gonna be like half like half a boob, but then it's a solid two boobs. Yeah.
0: It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, when the- Very briefly. <laughs> The like incompetent dude who's trying to have sex at this holiday party.
2: Yeah, when the terrorists uh, bust up the the yeah. interoffice sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I guess I really did bypass all that. <laughs> I, like I must You're... have been looking down, and like yeah, whatever. Because I did not see any of the boobies. Yeah.
0: Oh, there were boobies. <laughs> no <laughs> boobies in
1: my peripheral. I was like, okay, you i am do like, my no, thing.
2: No, no boobies but... exist
1: to me. I've, um, I've paid
2: attention. I <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I was like, whoa! I forgot about this. Uh, <laughs> totally incidental boobs. Yeah, yeah. incidental.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I did. I also it kind of cracked me up. The whole thing about the pregnant woman and the, the alcohol. It's like, oh, that's right.
2: uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's another. Oh, this really is 1988 thing, right? Yes, because, right. Because like, because she's like, she's like, hey, like, can I, can I, can I go to the party, Holly, boss, Holly? Uh, like, like I, I, I kind of want to drink. She's like eight and a half months pregnant. Yeah. And Holly is like, the baby's ready to 10 bar. Like, yeah. don't like, don't
1: worry about <laughs> drinking when you're pregnant. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. cool. Right. The second oh. comment, you think I should have a couple of drinks? And then she's like, girl, that bar- that baby's a bunch of tending bar. Like, old enough to 10 bar.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yep. Okay. Holiday parties are wild. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do still want to talk with you later, Lauren, about Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two because yes, I can't remember if it takes place at the holidays, but there are a lot of Christmas lights in it. There certainly are.
1: There are a lot. Is there supposed to be lights. spooky lights? Is that all you're talking about in the shop? I don't. I can't remember the two. Okay. I remember no, it, in one, I feel like maybe those was just lighting looked like it was Christmas lights. No, wow. no, there
2: are, there are actual like multicolored strand lights oh. in the second one because there are many bonkers choices that are made. Yes. <laughs> in that but movie film. But the ending
0: is very, I was like, oh, okay, then we could talk about this on Sminty. Okay. (laughs) I love it. It's a beautiful film. We've been talking about having that one. I know. It's been in our drafts for a long time.
2: (laughs) Any, any time. Any time, y'all. Yes. Okay. Tis always the season for Texas Chainsaw (laughs) Massacre 2.
0: We always tell guests that because we're like... You don't have to limit yourself. If you're really excited to talk about something, we can talk about it, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be the holidays. You do, you. We'll support. Does, especially like horror related stuff. Yeah. We are all always about welcome it. here.
3: Yeah. It is.
0: Yeah. It is. All right. Any closing thoughts?
2: Uh, I I I hate that it's a meme now that that (laughs) no, that's not a Christmas movie. Oh, it's not a Christmas. Let's argue about it on the internet. Um, uh, because I it it takes place at Christmas. It has Christmas music in it. I have a family tradition of watching it at Christmas. (laughs) Get your meme out of my family tradition.
0: (laughs) Get your meme out. Uh, (laughs) I mean that's true. Honestly, it like so many of the holiday things we do are just nostalgic. Right. Yeah, And so it can be, like, I watch a bunch of movies that I wouldn't call Christmas movies, but I watch them every Christmas. So they're Christmas movies to me.
1: And all the networks seem to agree with you as they make sure that you have to pay for it because they know it's going (laughs) to
0: sell. (laughs) Well, that's another thing I always, like, joke with my mom because she'll be like, why is this artist making a Christmas album? I'm like, because they know every year people are going to listen to it. And so it's like a guaranteed right." Like revenue stream, I bet that's one of the choices they made when they're like, whoa, woo, put it at Christmas.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. People look at Mariah Carey and they're like, holy. Yeah. Fuck. And
1: every <laughs> okay. year it goes to number one every exactly.
0: year. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know. They knew what was going on in <laughs> multiple ways. I was saying multiple. Uh, yeah. So thank you so much for coming on, Lauren. This was a delight. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for having
2: me. Any again, again. Any anytime. Anytime.
0: Oh. Absolutely. Anytime. Um, where can the good listeners find you?
2: Oh, heck. Uh, uh, well, you can listen to uh, a podcast that that I don't know if you guys have heard of. It's called Saver. Um, <laughs> uh, that Annie is the co-host of. Uh, yeah, I don't know about- what that is. <laughs> Food science and history um, and culture and uh, wacky stuff. Um, and uh, I'm also on a podcast called Brain Stuff, which is a short form science and history kind of show. Um, and I guess I'm on Instagram. I don't I don't know. Um, it, it's my my username is Vogelbaum, like V-O-G-E-L-B-O-M-B. It's like a pun.
0: Yeah. Hey. We yeah. love puns here. So. Yeah. <laughs> true story.
1: <laughs> one Nora of us knows. loves puns here.
0: Hey.
2: Oh, more. there's there's a uh, a horror fiction podcast called uh, 12 Ghosts. Yes. 12 Ghosts. I'm saying it right this time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. That I got to do last year. Uh, I got to voice, do some voice work for. It's a good, it,
1: it's actually like a like a holiday spooky uh, yes. anthology horror show. Very good. So, Yes. Someone, Someone. I, else I know who has a story in theirs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> several people's.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Several humans. It's true. And, Mal- and Malcolm McDowell was our big star of that one. So, uh, and he is just a pleasure to listen to. He could be, yeah reading the script of Die Hard, and it would be great.
0: <laughs> oh, now that's an idea. That is an idea. <laughs> yes, uh, and also I don't think I mentioned it, but Lauren is also in my D&D group. Oh,
2: so
3: yeah. So
0: every time we're talking about D&D, just know. Lauren. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> having, I to am, <laughs> I to having to deal with my terrible decisions.
2: I was about to say that Annie's having to deal
0: with my terrible decisions. Oh, it's a mutual. It's collaborative. <laughs> and they can both
1: dislike and love peaches.
0: <laughs> it's just character based off to Samantha's dog. Yes. Uh huh.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. I think she's behind the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> we'll see. Can't yes. the conspiracy theory of the D&D game.
0: It peaches all All along. <laughs> all along. <laughs> yes. Mm, we'll find out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but in the meantime, yes. Thank you so much, Lauren, for being here. And listeners, if you would like to contact us, you can or email Stephanie Momstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff Mom Never Told You. We have a T-Public store and a book. You can get it. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff Mom Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can find it on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend,
1: Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves.